This is the Careers in Review podcast. We'll show you how to navigate the job market and career space like a pro. Starting now, here is your host, Ediana Rosen. Hello, career reviewers, and welcome back to the Careers in Review podcast. I am so excited to be back. I feel like the last few episodes have been interviews, which is amazing, but I have been receiving your reviews and I do know that you adore my solo episodes. And in today's episode of my comeback, I wanted to give you some tips on some LinkedIn profile, amazing things that you can do in order to appear more higher on search because it's slim pickings out there and I hear you. We're in September and there's a lot of chatter about some September search. And let me tell you, social media is going bananas over the September search. That is going to be the episode for next week. So I won't go into too much detail about it. But the number one thing that I can tell you is that LinkedIn is always going to be your number one friend when it comes to being proactive about your job search. Outside of applying for jobs, you can also have recruiters finding you. And LinkedIn is going to be a place in which you can do that. Why, you might ask? Well, 85% of recruiters are on LinkedIn at least once a day, which is usually not the case. If a recruiter is going to be utilizing LinkedIn, it's not just going to be once a day, but that's just being conservative. Now, how do you make sure that when that recruiter finds you, they are going to like what they see? That is what we're going to be talking about it today. So let's go ahead and get started. A little disclaimer about these tips is that sometimes this is in order for you to have an all-star LinkedIn profile. I have hired people and reached out to people that do not necessarily qualify for all of these things. But I think it's nice to have just to get ahead of the competition because as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, it's really, really competitive out there. And I think the landscape when it comes to job searching has always been competitive, but as you have probably seen, it's even more competitive today. So the number one thing that I can tell you is that having a very attractive and welcoming profile photo is going to be super important. How do you make sure that your LinkedIn profile looks good? Well, there is this really handy dandy website called photofiller.com. Do not worry. All of that will be linked in the show notes. And you upload your photo there and actual people will do a poll and tell you how competent you look, how likable you look, how influential you look, how welcoming you look, all of these things. And it's absolutely free. So um, there's also a paid version. I do not ever use the paid version. I think that you can just unlock other polls that people can do for you. And essentially, it's people that utilize the platform as well. And you can ask them what type of photo you're like to showcase, business photos, more creative photos, things of that sort. The reason why you want a good photo, and I'm being very careful not to say professional photo because that can mean many different things, but you want a good photo that's a clear picture of your face, that you're essentially looking right ahead at the camera, that you are making visual contact to the person that might be landing on your profile. The reason for this is there's a lot of psychology that goes behind when somebody lands on your page they're going to want to see who you are. And there's also a study done by LinkedIn themselves that people that have a public profile photo 
increase their chances of having somebody wanting connecting with them or getting a reach out by somebody who lands on their profile by 40 times. So that is a huge incentive for you to want to have a profile photo there. Something else that I wanted to mention is that if you feel like, I don't know how to take a profile photo, I am not photogenic, I don't have a professional camera and I don't have anybody to take a picture for me. Well, I have a solution for you. You can take your selfie with your phone and you can actually take a look at my profile photo on LinkedIn. Believe it or not, that was an AI headshot. (laughs) And I have been trying out many AI headshots and they are just not pretty. They look so obvious that they're AI and so unrealistic and extremely over the top. And what I did was I utilized this new website that's called Secta Labs. And it was recommended to me by a friend. I uploaded 25 selfies of myself, very well lit pictures through my iPhone. And for the price of $39, they give you hundreds of headshots. And what I love about this particular website is that you can utilize the description AI and tell them the type of feel that you want. If you want your natural hair being showcased, they were going to showcase that. If you want it to be outside or indoors, or if you wanted like a clean background or the type of top that you want to wear, things like that. So take a look at the picture I have on my profile. See if you like it. But keep in mind that you get hundreds of headshots. And if you don't like the results, you can email them and they will give you a re-upload for free. And something that I did was I was able to reach out to the founder. This is not sponsored at all. I They did not pay me to talk about this on this podcast. But I have a 20% discount going on right now with them. And I will be linking that in the show notes if you're interested. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I know how nerve-wracking it can be to wanting to have a photo and you don't have anybody to take it for you or you just don't feel like you're photogenic. And so if you wanted to have that little bit of a boost, you can take that stress away and finally have something on your profile. And if that's what's stopping you, no more. You Now you have the solution. So take a look at the show notes and now you have a 20% discount on the $38 that you were going to pay anyways. And that way you can get started with your amazing profile photo. And then that way you increase your chances of being seen, connected, or reached out by 40%. The next thing that you would want to do with your profile on LinkedIn in order for you to increase your chances of being searched, viewed, and contacted is making sure that you have a keyword-rich profile. And the way that you need to do this is to understand first and foremost, what type of job do you want to be reached out for? Is it the job that you currently have, which is easy peasy, super straightforward to do that. But if it's something else, you're going to have to be a little bit more creative on how exactly are you going to connect the dots on those transferable skills. The reason why you want to do this is because essentially LinkedIn is yet another social media profile, although you don't utilize it as such. It's going to depend a lot on search engine optimization. And so it's like Google, right? So when you go onto the Google search bar and you are searching for a specific thing that you want to access, whether it's a recipe or a blog post or a paper that you want to write, anything that it's information related, it's the same exact way that recruiters are searching for job seekers. So think of the recruiter, put yourself in their shoes and try to understand what type of keywords you would want to put on your profile. Now, where do you want to put those keywords? You want to put those keywords on the headline, 
You want to put those keywords in your about section. You want to put those keywords on your titles of your experience, as well as your description of those experiences. You also want to take it a step further and have people in your network, people that you've worked with that know that you have these, endorse you for your skills. Those skills have to also be keyword rich. However, these endorsements need to be related to the job that you do want to do and the job that you do want to be reached out for. Be very conscious about that. Be very aware of those things. It's going to be very important because you don't want to have a keyword down there on your recommendations or your endorsements that you might not be interested in or that you're not very keen on and then be reached out for and say, I'm actually not really that interested on that. If you have any questions on that, please make sure to reach out to me on Instagram, Careers in Review or on LinkedIn, Ediana Rosen, and I'm happy to answer any questions. I know that it can be a little bit abstract and complicated. The third thing that you want to leverage on LinkedIn in order for you to be found easier, and that's probably going to be surprising to you, is to convert your account into a creator account. And do not click out of this yet because you might be thinking, I don't want to be a creator in order for me to find a job. I don't want to be falling into the trap of social media. You don't have to create content. The reason why I am telling you that this could be helpful for you is because LinkedIn right now is really pushing for creation on the platform. They really are pushing a lot of those features and leveraging a lot of people who have a creator account. And they also give you access to a lot of other features that the regular account does not have. And it really does not cost you anything to just turn your account into a creator account and take a look at what are the features that are turned on within that. And you will have access to a lot of analytics You will also be able to see what are the keywords that you're being searched for, that you appear for when people are looking for you. And you also are able to see other people in your area, on your background, people in your expertise, in your industry that might be creating content that essentially are pushed up in the algorithm for you because now you have a creator account. The reason why I'm saying this is because LinkedIn is prioritizing creator accounts they are most likely to show your profile on top of other people who are not creators. And even if you are not creating content yourself, just by the fact that you do have a creator account, you're signaling to the algorithm on the back end that you might likely be a creator account or you're attempting to be a creator and they will give you that leg up. They will give you that advantage. Is that fair? Probably not. But that's just how the game is working right now. And I'm just giving you the inside scoop This is an inside scoop from me. Like I do not work for LinkedIn. They have not told me that this is how it works, but I have just tested for myself and other people that I've worked with. And these are some of the signals that I've seen. So I think that you can try it out, see if it works for you. And again, you're not creating content essentially. I think it would be a plus if you do, but you don't have to because I understand that not a lot of people want to do that. But I think it would be worth to start with just creating a creator account and see how that goes for you. Hey, career reviewer, I'm interrupting myself because I have something super exciting for you. I want to give you a free resume review. This usually go for $387. You can check out the link to book a regular call on the show notes. This offer is exclusive to my podcast listeners, and I do these reviews on IG and TikTok lives every week. All you have to do is leave an Apple or Spotify podcast review, take a screenshot of that, and send it over to careersinreview at gmail.com. That email is careersinreview at gmail.com. In that email, you're going to go ahead and attach that resume that you want me to review. 
be sure to remove any personal identifiable information and give you permission to review that on a live. And I will give you all the personalized tips on how to make that resume better so that you can apply for the job you want. If you can make the live on the scheduled time, do not worry because I'm going to go ahead and send you the replay. Now, back to the show. The fourth tip that I have for you is to support and engage with other people on the platform. The reason for that is there's a feature on LinkedIn on the back end for recruiters that is called most likely to respond. Now, there's a feature on the back end of recruiters. We recruiters have an account that's called LinkedIn Recruiter and employers pay a lot of money to give access to recruiters for that type of account. And so essentially, LinkedIn wants to give the best experience for those recruiters and they are going to be showing them the best profiles that are most likely to engage back with them. And so that's the reason why that feature exists. Now, what does it mean to be most likely to respond? What that means is that you are flagged as a profile that have responded to your DMs in the past, that you are engaged on the platform, that you've logged on on the platform at least once in the last week, that you are liking, commenting, maybe even resharing content from other people, that you are most likely DMing people, not only recruiters, but other people on the actual platform. So even if you're not getting DMs from recruiters just yet, I think it would be smart for you to talk to friends on the DM in there and treat it like as a Facebook or maybe even just exchange articles. There's really, really interesting and useful articles that are being shared on LinkedIn just on how the job search is working right now, what are the trends. And if you are in the job search, I think it would be really important for you to keep up with those trends right now. So it's very interesting for you to just stay in touch with all of those things and just engage, support others. And that goes hand in hand with the next tip that I'm going to give you, which is start to network in the platform. Tip number five is to be comfortable on the platform and start to put your name out there because I actually do know of someone... I am going to reach out to her and see if I can put her name on the show notes. But essentially what happened to her was she was laid off and within a week, she was able to find a job just because of how her network was so supportive on the platform. She essentially posted about her layoff on LinkedIn. Within a week, she was able to find a job. She got tons of reach outs from companies. People were sending her referrals. People were essentially sending her, hey, my company is, is hiring. Here's the job. And then within that week, she was able to not only interview, but also sign an offer. And the reason for that is the power of LinkedIn, the power of network. And the reason essentially why that happened is because she was being supportive with other people. She had put her name out there. She had been giving value to other people in the past without needing anything from them. And so when it was time to get support, people were ready online to give her that support back. And so... When you are engaging with people, it's not just because you're needing a job. It's not just because you feel cringy doing it, but it's because at the end of the day, that is how networks are created. That is how relationships are created nowadays. Essentially, networking just does not look the same anymore. You don't have to go to a stuffy conference room. You don't have to go to this big networking event in person to meet important people, decision makers. They are on LinkedIn. Decision makers are currently on LinkedIn and it's a great place to be in to see what's going on in the industry, to see what the trends are, what are people talking about, how fast does it take somebody to land a job realistically. And although this is just an outlier, 
it's going to be very difficult for anybody else to have a repeated story like this of landing a job within a week. But I think it's such a success story because of how strong this person's network was when it comes to engaging, when it comes to being present for their network in a platform like LinkedIn. Tip number six, when it comes to utilizing your LinkedIn profile is to leverage your feature section on your profile. So there is a feature section that goes right underneath your headline and right before your about section. Sometimes it's very hard to understand what to put there. But if you are somebody who has had any type of paper that you're really proud of, a project, a video, or even your resume, there's actually a recent post that came out from one of LinkedIn's product managers that published it back in May of this year. So really recent. They said that uh, job seekers that give access to a public resume, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm just sharing it because it came out in an article and that's just what their data shows. You can also think about potentially putting that article or that piece of document on your feature section. So essentially what a feature section does is that it acts like a pinned document on the top of your profile so people can see it and access it pretty easily. So sometimes it's really hard to be able to talk about your accomplishments or your value on a resume or even on your about section in a place like LinkedIn. So showcasing your feature section with documents in which people have already spoken about you. Maybe you've had an article that featured you, or maybe you have a TikTok that really speaks highly of what your skills are. Maybe you did a TikTok resume. A lot of people did that in 2020 and 2021. If you have something that speaks really, really well about the skills and the things that you can do for others, I think it would be a really good opportunity for you to utilize this section and just essentially talk about what can you do or what is the ROI or the return on investment that you can do for the company and how you can translate those skills into the next position. Now, I want to go back to the headline. I did mention in the beginning that you need to have a search engine optimized profile in order for you to really land into the searches of these recruiters. So the headline essentially is going to be super important when it comes to your real estate within your LinkedIn profile. Now, how do you actually write a headline that's attractive, that makes sense, and it's not just your current title? There's different ways in which you can write a good headline. You can take a look at other people's profiles in which you know that they're in your industry, you admire them, you've seen their career track record, and you would want to be on their same footsteps maybe. You can also take a look at what are some job titles that are very appealing in the job industry? What are some job titles that are being posted right now? What are the lingo that are used within the industry? What are some keywords that you know are always utilized by recruiters and within job descriptions? Now, if you don't know what these are, you can take a few job descriptions anywhere between 10 and 15 and dump them on a word cloud And take a look at what are the repeated keywords? What are some key terms that are continue to come up? And then you can put them all on a list, whether it's a Google Sheet or wherever it is that you feel the most comfortable with, that's going to be more visually appealing for you. And then you're going to take out those ones that keep repeating themselves. The way that I see some headlines written now is, I do X for Y so that they receive Z. So a good example of this, if Jeff Sue, he is actually a colleague of mine at the company that I currently work at. And I'm going to tell you exactly what he says on his headline. 
And I think the reason why this is so uh, stressed to the point is because it's super clean and it talks highly about what he does for a company. So essentially what he says is... As a product manager at the company that he works at, he helps app developers succeed with, and then he talks about specifically what he helps them with. So he is a product manager, and then he essentially talks about the type of products that he works with and how he helps the specific stakeholders. Another person that I really like, uh, an example that I can give you is somebody with an employee relations background, which is what I have as well. So I investigate company policy violations and employee concerns to foster an inclusive workplace where employees can thrive. So essentially, this person is telling you what they do, how they do it, and why they do it. I think that that's really smart. And within that, they are adding keywords like policy violations, employee concerns, inclusive work environment, employees, investigations. And then before, right before that, there's two slashes. So they do corporate counsel slash employee relations investigator slash, and then the actual value proposition. Another way that you can also do this is by putting in your keywords, the skills that you have, and then the results that you add. I like to talk about value proposition in the way in which what are the things that you add to this organization? What are the skills that essentially you're translating into this org, into this company? What are the skills that you're bringing into this role and how are you helping them? So you can also revert them and say your value proposition first and then putting the keywords at the end. I prefer the keywords at the front just because essentially those are the first few things that are going to appear as people are searching for you. But you can do it however you feel the most comfortable. So those are the seven tips that I have for you when it comes to creating a LinkedIn profile that's going to land you more recruiters on your DMs and how to stand out when it comes to this very, very competitive landscape. I never really do this, but please make sure that you are leaving a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to me. I am really, really enjoying continuing to post every single week on this podcast. People seem to be enjoying it as well. And the only way that people can continue to find us and share with others is by the algorithm on Apple knowing that you are enjoying it by leaving a five-star review if you are enjoying it, of course, and a good review. So let me know if you are liking it by doing that. It will mean the world to me. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you back here next week. From effective networking to landing job offers, this is the podcast for action takers ready to be the best they can be without any fear. This is the Careers in Review podcast. Make sure to never miss an episode of Careers in Review. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter. You will receive exclusive information about upcoming shows, transcripts, and information about our guests. For all resources mentioned, show notes, transcriptions, and more details regarding topics discussed in today's show, please visit the Careers in Review website, www.careersinreview.com slash podcast. You can also follow Careers in Review on all socials for more exclusive video content. Thank you for listening.